me, folks. Here's your little pal, the nameless one, with another tale of strange and mysterious happenings. My story this time takes place in the bygone days of the Old South, when there's a great plantation strove for wealth and power. Take Tom Stanty, for instance. Tom was the owner of a Riverview plantation, and took a fierce pride in building a vast estate for his family, but pride and greed took the toll when he found himself the unlucky 13th. Drink to our host. Now he's one of us. Yes, he, we are 12, and he is the unlucky 13th. Ah, this is unreal. I must be dreaming. All went well with Tom Sidney until a fearful plague swept the low country of the Carolina coast. Death struck Riverside Plantation, a bitter blow, wiping out Tom's beloved wife and three small sons. I'm left alone, all alone, crushed by his lost Tom grew, moody, dejected and morose, seeking to drown his loneliness in drinking his faithful but worried butler, Timothy, stay close to him. Two bottles of bourbon today, Mr. Tom. Don't drink no more. Don't tell me what to do. Get some more. If you, if I drink myself to death, that's my business. Charles Alton, his long-time friend who owned a neighbouring plantation, remonstrated with Tom. You're driving yourself to the dogs. Pull yourself together, Tom. You're the kind of man your family... Be the kind of man your family wanted you to be. Where next, Tom, Tom rode over the broadland acres of his land. Anderson was right. This place needs my attention. I will build up um, it up as a monument to my beloved ones. But then only used shrewd business methods to squeeze out small farmers who boarded his property. Get your papers ready. We'll go full go over and foreclose in the morning. Everything is in order, Mr. Santy. The law is on your side. Don't take my farm, Mr. Santy. I'll pay you what I owe you as soon as I can. Nothing doing. Out you go. That's all, That's all there is to it. In other cases, it was the same. I'm closing your place, Foster. Give us a chance, Mr. Sinini. Curse your, you, you, Sherlock. Everybody in the county hates you. See, so a small islander has got to give a vow to resist. He, he can't get that this atrocious man-man pushes any further. We should stand together and find him. Oh, you boys. Shortly after, that Tom Sweeney, with a mar- marshal and his men, moved to make... Another eviction. Disperse you people. I'm taking over this property. Over our dead bodies, said Andy. We're seconded together. We'll fight you. The small landowners open fire in defence of their homes. Get out of here. Start, start shouting, shooting men. Teach the valueless rascals that, uh, that I mean business. When the fair was over, twelve of the farmers lay dead. Near the homesteads. I don't like the look of this, Mr. Asante. I don't ask your opinion, Marshal. Just do your duty. Now set the ha- fire to those houses. The land belongs to me, or my word goes. Soon the torches applied and the flames obliterated all signs of habitation. We bury the dead in the hillside cemetery, and I'll plant those fields with cotton. 
thirty years have passed, and grey-haired Tom Santy, rich and powerful, rode along, alone over his festive estate. The other views down the finest plantation in the state. I have once promised Deborah that I would build it up. I have kept my promise. As he returned to his stately oat surrounding mansion, is the house is so empty, so lonely. He is greeted by old Timothy. Oh, I hope you is not too tired, Mr. Tom. No, I'm not tired, just confronted, lonely. Confounded lonely, this house has been so empty all these years. Oh, I'm going to have a banquet. I'm going to entertain. So Tom Sinanti sat down and wrote invitations to his three neighbouring landowners, their part families. Let's see, the Logans of five, the Cotterdons of four, the others of three, Athersons, twelve in all. Ah, oh, Riverview, we're brilliant again. See that you deliver these invitations safely, Sam. Being the answers from each one. Yes, sir. Downsroot took him past the silent broodings hillside cemetery. I hate to come by here, where twelve shot men are buried. Folks say it's still watching out to get even with Mister Tom. I don't want to get, get. I don't want let, let them watching me too. Giddy up, Maud. The neighbours had all accepted, and on the evening of the banquet, Tom was in a juvenile mood. Everything thinks set, Timothy. The table looks beautiful. It's going to be a great evening, Mr. Tom, but you're going to have 13 at the table, but, and they, that isn't good. Nonsense, that's just superstition. This is the first great occasion tonight. I will welcome my first guest to review in 30 years. But at that moment, the supporting timbers of the Rome Bridge. A Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Coming apart, no human hands touched them. Could it have been the uneasy dead bent on a plan for belated revenge? And the Logan family carriage crossed the whole structure, giving way. The vehicle crashed with all its occupants into the swirling waters. The second family guests, the Carrotons, also came by carriage, but through a narrow road that transversed a dangerous space swamp. Drive faster, Ben. I don't, want, I don't like this bog after dark. We're doing the best we can. There was a ghostly hand that guided the hoof of one of those horses into a hole. Maybe not, but it's mighty peculiar. The next instant, the carriage was overturned in the dark muck. Ah, look out, help! The third group, Charles Anderson and his two sons, came on horseback. It's good to know my old friend's auntie is socially inclined again. But as they got to the darkest stretch of the road, something white floated in front of the horses. Of course, it might have been a piece of moss. What was it? 
The animals weird in fright that one of them started to run away. Whoa, hey! Two were brought under control, but the third, carrying the younger son, tossed its rider. I'm okay, Dad. Look, Edward's thrown. I'm all right, Dad. I hastened to the hurt youth. Oh, his arm is broken. We must get him once. Home at once, Thomas Anthony will have to do without us. We might have with you plantation. All was in readiness, but no guest had appeared. Good, everything's the finest. My table's ever looks so elegant. The food's all ready, Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom, now it's time to serve it. Confound it. Where are my guests? They should have been here an hour ago. At a precise moment, there was considerable activity in a quiet old graveyard. I hear old Tom Santy did not have long to wait for his guests. Come on, man, this is time. We have a social governing engagement. Tom Santy, yes, we're all going to the feast. Amid the slanting shadows of the moss-shrouded oaks, moving figures gliding in the direction of the stately mansion. Inside the house, the stupid old man sinks glumly to his seat. They call themselves my friends. Why, why have they done this to me? Don't take it on so, Mr. Tom. Tom's anti burst into anger. Blast them. Serve their banker anyway. Put all the food on the table. Yes. Right away. So. The steaming raw valiants were put on a banquet table for the master of the house, who sat in solitary splendour, but churning with ill-concealed fury. Now get out of here, all of you. I dine alone with my memories. The servants, dreading his wrath, retreated to their quarters. How little did Tom see realise how truly he had spoken. He would dine with his memories, but not the ones he wanted. Doors to the terrace were opened and entrooped. What? Who are you? Don't you remember us, Tom Surety? The figures set themselves at a the table under the frozen stare of their host, certainly occupying the twelve places set for the expected guests. Have you forgotten us? After thirty years, we have not forgotten you. No, it can't be. I can't summon the servants. I sent them out of the house. They can't hear me if I call. Notice we are twelve. Remember the twelve men killed when you fired on us and burnt our homes? It can't be. I don't believe it. Don't worry, Sorty. We'll even drink a toast to you, because we're not enemies anymore. You'll soon be one of us. What do you mean? You've learned our old adage that thirteen on the table means bad luck. You tell Sirity on the 13th at this table. You are an unlucky one. Frozen in fear, Tom Sirity sat at the house head of the table as his unbidden guests filled upon the food of massacre, forever of drovity and feasting. This is a delicious marsh hen. A vintage Marauros. Oh, Sirity, this is better than we've ever had. Sirity owes us this and more. Gradios Tom Santi's eyes dozed, his head dropped upon his chest. Next morning, when the worried servants poked their heads in the door, 
banquet room. The guests must have come after all. Lordy, Mr. Tom. Master Tom, couldn't you edit, couldn't have edited it all by yourself? Sure broke a lot of china and glassware. Look, Master Tom is still sleeping in his chair. No, he's dead. And twelve men in the, the grave have done that to him. Now, now, I know it. Shut your mouth. That's just superstitious talk. What got him was the, the heavy thirteen paces set at the table. Well, I guess it was a combination too, huh, folks? Sometimes these old superstitions work out too true for comfort. So, watch out you set your tables, particularly if you are of anyone in the other world waiting to revenge on you. The end.